What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Flix by Ryan podcast. It's your boy, Flix by Ryan. And I just want to take a quick second and thank you so much for tuning in once again to my podcast. And uh, I really appreciate your attention, your ears. I hope I have brought you some type of value thus far. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Uh, on this podcast, we talk about motivation, we talk about business, and we talk about content creation occasionally, as I am a content creator. Um, yeah, so let's jump right into it. Today, I have five things that I think have boosted my success as a photographer. I've been a photographer for the past 19 months, and over this time, uh, I've been able to pretty much step away from a traditional job uh, where you go in, you clock in, you clock out. I still work one day a week at Starbucks, but that's just primarily so that I can go the other six days a week and get free coffee, as well as I actually do like some of the people that I work with, so I want to maintain that relationship with these people. So, But I think that these five things have um, given me the, the ability to boost my career as a photographer enough to be able to almost entirely step away from this nine to five or this typical uh, traditional job. So let's jump right into it. First of all, I think that Audible and podcasts have, have boosted my success as a photographer. We'll start with Audible. Anybody who is successful uh, would tell you that a certain book has changed their life uh, for in one way or another. And as somebody who is like ADHD, I'm not diagnosed with ADHD, but I find myself having an extremely hard time like sitting still. So I can't really sit still and read a book without either A, reading the same sentence 8,000 times or B, like falling asleep reading the book. So I have uh, subscribed to Audible and instead of reading, I can just listen to audiobooks while I'm at the gym, while I'm in the car, um, while I'm working on edits. You know, this, this just saves me time and allows me to passively consume information. And I probably read over 30 books in the time that I've I've had Audible, I think probably within, I think, two or three years that I've had this subscription. And then podcasts. So I found myself listening to the same freaking songs over and over and over again. And I was like, you know, the, these songs are like, I'm tired of listening to the same stuff. And I have a difficult time finding new artists, new music to listen to. So instead of uh, finding new music, I was just like, all right, let me just try to like learn something new uh, on a podcast. Uh, while I while I can, instead of listening to the same song I've listened to the past hundred times, I got into my car to drive somewhere. And so I started listening to podcasts, and then people would, would not only the, the podcast host would come on and share value with me, but then also sometimes they would have inspiring guests that would come on and share an insane story of how they overcame severe adversity uh, because of X, Y, or Z. And then I would learn something and be able to apply that to my life. And it would just give me an opportunity to look into my life and see what I can improve and take the advice of these people that are doing it big and doing it better. And so doing this has not only allowed me to start learning new stuff passively, but also it's taken the negative, you know, words out of the music that I constantly would listen to. Like, I still listen to hip hop, don't get me wrong. But like, think about what the majority of hip hop songs are telling you. Like they're talking about, you know, bitches and, and guns and... <laughs> drugs and whatever and like I understand but these things are you are what you eat and th this is what you listen to as well and these these things are not putting like pushing you towards a positive direction and uh, so I think that po uh, podcasts and audiobooks have have changed that and given me a substitute for um, this content so audible and podcast next we have meditation 
So about two years ago at this point, uh, I recently broke up or at that time I broke up with my girlfriend and uh, I found myself like not knowing what to do with myself. Like whenever I was bored, I would just, you know, hit her up or like, you know, whatever. And I didn't have that anymore. So I, I was kind of uncomfortable with myself and then thoughts would pop into my mind and I would just like not understand why they were coming into my mind. And at this time, I was still super obsessed with how can I become successful? How can I better myself? And I went through this huge phase of I want to be the best version of me that I can, you know, hitting the gym, learning, um, really just trying a bunch of new things to figure out who I was and uh, what I liked doing. And during this time, I discovered meditation. And at the time, I was like, okay, well, a lot of these people are doing meditation. I have, uh, you know, some misconceptions in my mind. I have some conceptions that are, uh, you know, at this point, I understand they're wrong about what meditation is. And meditation isn't sitting crisscrossed applesauce or legs crossed on, on your floor with like your hands on your knees and, and chanting words over and over again, unless you want it to be that. It can be literally just sitting in your couch and focusing on your on your breath. And uh, meditation is a great way. I practice mindfulness meditation. It's a great way to put yourself back in the present and realize that your life is where you are. And meditation taught me that all the things that pop into my mind aren't because I think they're true or aren't because they are true. Things, are, your mind is like a river. Like you never know what's going to come down that river, but it's always going to be there. And you can't control it, but you can understand it better. And that's exactly what meditation helped me do. It helped me understand my mental space a lot better so that when these negative self thoughts would come into my mind, I would be able to realize, well, hey, actually, I'm not an idiot. Actually, I'm not ugly. I'm not fat. Like all these things, you would realize that just because they're there doesn't mean they're true. And you could choose to not identify with them and you can continue moving on with your life. I used an app called Headspace, which was um, guided meditation. And this app makes it super, super simple because it literally leads you through the entire meditation session. Uh, and you, all you have to do is just press play. You can choose like 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes, whatever. And then you sit down. And it, it, there's a, it's guided. So there's a, a man who, uh, who leads you through the session and he tells you like, okay, so now we're going to shift the focus from the breathing, from the bottom of the breath until your lungs are full. And you just count on that. And it says, remember, now you're not trying to change the state of the mind. You're just trying to observe. And they would make you realize. And then like you, you do the, the mindfulness with the breath. And you'd be like, okay, now let's shift our focus from um, the breath to the body. Feel the body pressing against the seat that you're sitting in. Feel your feet on the floor. Maybe your, your hands in your lap. Whatever. And this this is just, you would leave this meditation session feeling a very real sense of like a physical sensation of I can I can take on whatever comes my way. And, and you like a renewed sense of I'm here and I'm ready. And it, it's just a great feeling. I, I 10 out of 10 recommend people meditate. And even if you just like, Headspace has some free free meditation um, sessions that you can go and download the app and, and meditate for free and see if you like it. And then if you do, I think 70 bucks or whatever it is a year, maybe it's 100. I think that's so worth it. Like you spent 100 bucks last month on alcohol or, or eating out or whatever, but 100 bucks in, into meditation a year will go a lot further than the, than this food or these drinks or whatever. And so that's why I invested into Headspace. Um, so meditation was the second thing that I 
thought boosted my success as a photographer so far. The third one is a mentor. So last month, I invested into a mentor for the very first time. I paid him so that he would help me do my business better. So this person actually reached out to me and we were talking for uh, probably like two or three weeks and there was no like, I could help you do this. I could help you do that. It was just like, we were just talking and I was like asking him questions. He was answering my questions and like picking my brain on things. And from there, he was like, okay, like I have this, this uh, mentorship that's usually this price, but I'm gonna give it to you for this price if you want it. I'm like, this guy has what I want. I'm going to take up his offer. I'm gonna pay him. I'm gonna invest into him so that he can share his information with me. The thing about mentor, I, I call him a mentor. Some people would call him a coach because they think that mentors are free. W call him what you want. The thing about it is, if you don't pay money for this person, chances are you're not gonna take it seriously. If you don't have something to lose, then there's no reason for you to take it seriously. And so I paid him, and over that time, he taught me so much about how I can do my business better how I can do my sales better, how I can set up my website better, my Instagram, uh, how I can set up ads to get clients. Like He's doing it the way I want to be doing it, and I, I would be a fool to not pay him. I tell you in these podcasts that if you, if you, you want to be something, let's say you want to be a rapper, you have to go to a successful rapper, see what they're doing, see what works, see what doesn't work, and emulate them because – these people have made it. So their their life is sort of a the path to to success. Uh, obviously you can't follow that that path exactly because every path is is different, but you can emulate it and see, well, when so and so did X, it worked. So let me see what happens when I do X. See if it works. I mean, like I said, it's not going to be the same for everyone, but especially when you have a mentor, the mentor chances are the mentor has done a, a number of different things. You they're like, "Okay, I want you to go try X." You're like, okay, I, I went out, I did X, this is what happened. They're like, okay, well, that worked. Let's do it again, or let's do it differently. Let's do this next thing. Or you come back, I did X, it didn't work. Okay, well, what was the problem? X, Y, Z was the problem. Okay, let's fix it by doing this. Thing is, when you have somebody that, that you have to be accountable to, you're more likely to do the work uh, and do it to, to the highest level that you possibly can. And you're, you're able to like learn from this person because they're, they've done it. They've been down the path that you're currently on. So third thing that I think has boosted my success as a photographer is a mentor. The next thing that I think boosted my success as a photographer is saving money. So when I was 15 or 16, I got my first job. I was working $7.25 an hour at a movie theater. And I remember getting my first paycheck. It was $134. And I had worked like two weekends in a row where prior to that, I would just be sitting at home playing video games or screwing around on my phone or whatever. And I, I remember thinking, I was like, dang, dude, like I spent so much time for only $134. And that was like, that put a real perspective in, in the value of money for me. And it made me respect like, okay, so my mom just paid $34 for dinner. Like, imagine how much I would have to work for that. Like, I respect the fact that she worked for that and she spent that money on me without without complaining or, or you know, without even batting an eye, whatever. And that made me also feel like, okay, well, working hard has a direct correlation to money earned, obviously, because hours worked equals more money earned. And so from that point on, I also found out about Gary V. And Gary V instilled a sense of work your ass off, hustle until you like can't anymore, work 16 hours a day, whatever. And that's what I did. 
Literally, there was a summer where I worked every single day for the most part while still going to the gym every day. And I, I worked my lowest week that summer was 55 hours, if I remember correctly, 55 hours a week the entire summer. And that was my lowest week. So there was weeks where I did uh, 65 hours or more. And I don't we didn't get uh, time and a half at the movie theater either. So that's why I was allowed to work 55 hours minimum at 725 an hour. I was like running that show. Like I had, I had uh, freaking every day I was there. I like we had positions that were, um, you know, three the three different positions. You would either like clean the theaters, sell the tickets, or sell the concessions. And oftentimes I would be doing all three, just floating where I was needed because that's how good I got at my job. But I over that time I ended up saving up a lot of money. I saved like ninety five percent of every ch- every check that I got. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat out. I would always eat the AMC food, uh, so that I could save money. I would do barters with the, um, food spots around us to get free, free food and free coffee. And, uh, this allowed me to have the money to invest in myself when I was able to, excuse me. Um, and, and this is very important because people say, oh, so-and-so got lucky. No, no. So-and-so didn't get lucky. So-and-so was able to capitalize on an opportunity because of their hard work. Opportunities will present themselves to everyone. I'd even say that opportunities will present themselves more to people who work hard. And so what I did was I worked hard. I saved money so that when the opportunity to invest in a camera came to me, I could capitalize on that. I could invest. Or when the time came that I wanted to buy a MacBook Pro, that was very expensive, by the way, I could do that. And it wouldn't hurt me, right? And so what I want you to take away from this is, sure, you could buy food every day. Sure, you could buy a Gucci belt or Yeezys or whatever, trying to impress people. But ultimately, these people are temporarily temporary in your life. And chances are you don't care about them. So you need to save money so that you got you at the end of the day. You are able to put food on your table, provide for your family, make sure that you're going to be successful and the main way to do that is to save money so that you can capitalize when opportunities present themselves. So the fourth thing that I think has boosted my success as a photographer is saving money. Actually, I'm going to go back to that as well. Once I started making money in photography, I was still saving that money. None of that money was going to my savings account. Uh, or Sorry, none of that money was going to my checking account. It was all separate in the business so that I could invest it into more gear, invest it into a website, invest it into X, Y, Z, you know, so that I was still throwing that money back into my business to grow the brand, to grow the the, the business, as as I said. And um, had I invested it into, like, just bought food with it or been like, oh, dude, I like look how much money I made. I made 200 bucks from a shoot today. I'm going to go buy a freaking expensive pair of shoes. It's dumb because now I have, you know, anything that I need. I've got all the equipment for a podcast, all the equipment for pretty much any shoot that I would ever, ever need. So, yeah. Number four, saving money, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget you have to save money so that you can capitalize on opportunities when they present themselves. And the fifth thing that I think really boosted my success as a photographer is understanding my fitness. So I think that the first ever endeavor that I took was fitness from like fifth grade all the way up until sophomore year of high school. I was overweight. I had a belly and I hated it. And, um, I didn't know what to do. I wasn't old enough to go to a gym. I wasn't 
uh, in any sports. I, I played some sports here and there, but it wasn't like like I, I did recreational sports. It wasn't like a, like a team or, or anything like that. And so I was just miserable. But when I turned 15, I was old enough to join a gym. And from there, I started learning and learning everything that I could about fitness. And I end up transforming my body from this insecure, overweight little kid to somebody who, who took control of their fitness, learned what they needed to learn, and then applied it and did the hard work. And I transformed my body into, you know, I had, I had a six-pack for the first time in my life. And I, I was, I couldn't believe it, honestly. Like, this gave me the confidence to say, I can do anything. Like, whatever it is I want to do, I can do it if I go out, put in the hard work, and learn what I need to learn. And that's why I've become a photographer. I wasn't nice at photography when I first got my camera. But I went out and I did it over and over and over again. And I got better each time, a little bit, a little bit better every single time. That's what I still do, learning every day. My grades in high school started to slip because I would spend so much time in class learning about how I could be more in shape or do my fitness better. Uh, and I wasn't paying attention to to whatever calculus or whatever stupid stuff they teach in high school. And so understanding my fitness gave me the confidence to think that I could do anything because I can put in the hard work and learn what I need to learn. So ladies and gentlemen, these are the five things that I think boosted my success as a photographer. uh, And I think will continue to boost my success as I continue on throughout life. Uh, I, I hope to. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure you rate the podcast five stars. You um, subscribe so you never miss an episode. And I would really, really appreciate it if you could share uh, this episode on your story, your Instagram story, your Facebook story, your Snap story, whatever. This is how we grow the podcast and start making you know more of an impact with more people in their lives because that's what I want to do ultimately. Like, sure, I'm a photographer, but my main goal here is to inspire people to take action and and do something do what they love in their own life because the the reality of the matter is you can do you can do anything and make money at it and make more money than working at a job and i believe that with enough hard work so please share this on your story so we can impact more people i just want to take a second and invite you to join my facebook group if you're a photographer videographer content creator of any sort musician artist uh, graphic designer. If you do a creative entrepreneurial hustle, this is the place for you to be. We share our wins. We share our losses. We learn together, and it's a great place for you to network with other creatives. It's called Content Creators Central. There's a link in the show notes. Go ahead and click that. Request access to join. And of course, if you meet the requirements, I will accept you. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's you and your boy, Flicks by Ryan. Peace out.